So Bishop Reginald Celestin is here with us from Haiti, and he's going to be doing some teaching. And we have so much love and appreciation for him. So Bishop, would, would you would you would you bring forth the word to us? Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for the opportunity um, to share tonight. So as I was saying that um, from the introduction of our friendship, how it started. So to me, it's a good way to start what I feel like talking, which is led by the led by the spirit. Um, because that night um, in 2011, when you made the phone call, um, we can say um, truly and with, with um, not a shadow of a doubt that you were led by the Holy Spirit, you know, to call to call me. We were ready. We are available. And things were, were I mean, things became, um, I mean, creak simply because it was uh, a move by the Spirit. So um, I, wanted, I would like to start with um, Acts 1.8, um, where Jesus is speaking. Um, to the disciple, and has uh, we are we are facing many people now. They are wondering about uh, when would Jesus come back, and would when would he um, start? You know, take them wherever he is taking them. So Jesus was telling his disciples um, after the resurrection. He was telling them um, in verse seven and eight. Um, he is saying, "It is not for you to know the times." and uh, the seasons which the Father um, has put in, in his own power. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part um, of the earth. So I love it in the King James Version. Because in the King James Version, he, he, Jesus said, um, ye shall receive power after that. So many people are looking for power. So it's interesting for me to see like in a culture like in Haiti, and I think it's not just in Haiti, it's in general. You see people running after just to see the power of God being manifested by laying of hands and seeing the miracles, the, the, the healings, you know. And uh, for in mostly in Haiti to see the demons manifested, casting them out. So it's it's a big show. But while Jesus said, you shall receive power, but it is after that, you have received the Holy Spirit. So meaning the power will be manifested. It is after you are filled with the Holy Spirit and after you are led by the, by the Holy Spirit. I can say that several, I mean, several times I've experienced that where you are praying for some people and the Lord will give you a word for someone. While you are receiving the word for someone and then you got several, of what the people were expecting, I'm expecting a word from the Lord through you, but it's a big challenge. It's a big, uh, it's a big challenge, you know, for you to know that I've received a word for that person. If there is no word for that other person, I should not create a word because this is not me speaking to them. This is the Holy Spirit revealing, you know, what they are 
what they are facing. And we, we are tempted sometimes as ministers, as preachers, you know, to try to speak, 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 speak. While sometimes you just need to know that the Lord give you a word for so-and-so and you stop it. You know, so um, as as um, Adam said, to be able to to fight to avoid false prophecy, fake prophecy. So, um, in order for us, we need to understand that the Christian, I mean, the Christian life is a life led by the Holy Spirit. And in order for us to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, we have to follow His guidance. And in addition to yielding to his conviction, um, you can also become aware of the Holy Spirit's leading through reading the Bible. So that's why it's very important for us to understand um, the Bible. So we, we now, um, we are saying many Christians, they are more into listening to a message from a preacher, which is good, um, and then rather than spending time personally with the Holy Spirit. So in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 and 18, the Apostle Paul tells us, and I want to read for you. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit. In the spirit, what is contrary to the flesh, they are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. So when a person um, refers to being led by the spirit, often it is very hard, very difficult for us to understand what, uh, what it means. So... Um, tonight, we will try together to uncover or to, yeah, to uncover what it means to be led by, by the Spirit, by the Holy Spirit. So, um, for me in Haiti, in Adam, you know, um, what we are, what I am, what I'm, what I'm about to say, for me, for us in Haiti, and for me as a minister in Haiti, being led by the Holy Spirit may be a matter of life and death. I mean by that, you can make one mistake by not following, by not listening to the voice of the Spirit, and you end up on the right, on the bad, on the wrong path, on the wrong, I mean, road, and you end up having, you know, some major, major, big problems. So from the time a person places faith in Christ, they are given the Holy Spirit. Um, the God is give, God sent his spirit into their lives. So the Holy Spirit comes and lives and indwells in believers permanently. So um, he, the, the Holy Spirit will never leave us. And Jesus refers to the Holy Spirit in John 12, in 14, sorry, verse 26, he refers to the Holy Spirit as a helper. So by referring to the Holy Spirit as a helper, he is a helper because um, he, he lives in us in order to help us in our struggles. 
So when someone don't know what to pray, the Bible tells us in Romans 8 verse 26, the Holy Spirit intercedes with mourns and groans that words cannot express. So um, I remember um, several, several year, years ago, I mean, several, few years ago. So I had, I was working for, for, for an organization and then um, the director of, of that organization in, in, in New York, he came to Haiti and you heard about me and you wanted to meet with me. So we, we set up, we set up an, an, an appointment. I was supposed to meet with him at four o'clock in the city of Cola Plain. And uh, in that city, uh, um, which is uh, in the opposite, I mean, direction from Carrefour, which like by the airport. So um, I remember um, that when he asked me to come to the meeting, I left. I'm not really a news person, so I don't really listen to, to the news. Um, so I always say that all the news are bad news. So I want to keep my mind focused. So I just let other people listen to the news for me and give me the essential. So that, that I always joke like that about it. So you, you listen to it, just give me the essential. So I'm not going to let a, a whole bunch of lies to come, you know, for me to, to start believing the lies that I am listening. Most of them are just lies. So I didn't listen to any news. And the night before, there was a massacre in the in La Saline, La Saline is a, is a an open market. That's where you go, and uh, you know that's where that that's where you go. And I, while I was driving, I was driving, and I saw the um an emptiness on the road that I've ever seen. And to me, I was not paying attention to it. Um, I just say, oh, I, I don't understand. How come there's no one on that busy busy street? So I just followed, followed my way and I continued just to go to that meeting. And I ended up walking, driving, I mean, literally on dead bodies because there was a massacre the night before. So where hundreds, I mean, tens, hundreds of people died that night, they killed them. So I was shaking, I was scared. And then okay, I keep I keep on I kept on driving and I went to the to the office to the meeting. So we had the meeting and then there was there is a crossroad where you go to the three hands by the airport. I, I said on my way back, I would not take that route, I would take the other route. So I was driving and I went to the meeting. I met with the guy from New York and uh, we the, we had a very good conversation the guy was very excited because i was developing a christian education program for they have seven schools in haiti so i developed a christian education program for all these schools so the guy was very excited and he said i cannot let you we have to have lunch together supper together and then six o'clock, i was having supper with him we were talking talking 7:30 finish i have to go up now it's dark. I have to go back home. So while I was driving, I missed my exit. I was supposed to make a left turn to go around by the airport to take another route to go home, but I missed it because my, my car windows were tinted and then I missed my exit. So now I am driving at 7 o'clock, 7.30 p.m. 
I'm going through the same route where where um, I mean where there was the massacre the night before, and the road is black. There's no there's no street lights, nothing, and I am driving, and I am seeing that even though I missed my my exit, I should not. I should have never taken that route. And certainly I felt it's not like me choosing to, I mean, choosing to pray. So I was filled with the Holy Spirit and I started to pray in tongues. And I pray in tongues for about 15 to 25 minutes nonstop. Like I had no control of my mouth. I was not the one praying it's like my my um intelligence was stopped and then the holy spirit just took over and i prayed 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 my left leg was shaking for no some reason i don't know and they were shooting literally they were shooting after my car and i saw a motorbike in the middle of the street like the the, the light was still on so it's someone that they just took and took to the bush. And I was listening to all the, sh the, 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 the bullet. And then I was led completely by the spirit through the road. I was driving like 80 miles an hour. And I said, no matter who whom I meet on my, on my way, I would just go through, on, uh, through that person. Until I went to Mart a city called Martisa, where there is a police office. This is when I came back to my sense. So um, just to, I just give you this example and this testimony too, um, in order for us to illustrate why it is important to be led by the Holy Spirit. And even um, as, married, as married people, couples, sometimes you think that you are right. You think that and, you know, you are trying to to express um, to express your your you, you are right, while the Holy Spirit could only show you. Like I remember um, one day, um, I had a discussion with my wife. We had a discussion uh, as normal, you know, wife, husband and wife. Sometimes we have discussions. So, and then I got mad. And then I just left the, the 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 room and I went on top of the room. Back then, I live I, I live in another house where I could go on top of the roof. Um, and then I, I I wanted to pray, so I was ready to pray. It was my normal hour of prayer, and I just started to pray. And I heard the Holy Spirit um, telling me, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm here to pray." And the Holy Spirit will tell me, "Go back, reconcile with your wife before you come to pray." So to me, it was like, God is the priority, not my wife. I want to talk to my father. But the Holy Spirit was convincing me that you need to fix things with your wife before you come and, uh, you know, dump everything to, 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 I mean, to God. So it, and then I went back and I realized that, oh, I hurt, oh, I hurted my wife. And I needed really um, to apologize and to ask her to forgive me so that we can be reconciled before I can go and pray. So there are times in our lives where um, when we feel um, completely overwhelmed with well, sorrow, with pain, with grief. So in these times, we may not know how to 
um, process our feelings, much less um, how to express them in words to our even heavenly father. So the Holy Spirit can intervene on our behalf and communicate our feelings to the father. So um, in addition to um, intervening on our behalf and guiding us, the Holy Spirit can also lead us if we allow him. So we need to always remember that the Holy Spirit is the third member of the Trinity. So which means the Holy Spirit is not just a force, but the Holy Spirit is God. So um, we've seen many people um, do not know that the Holy Spirit is God. They do not know that the Holy Spirit um, is the expression of the Heavenly Father who wants to dwell in us and with us always in order to guide us um, to eternity. So the Holy Spirit um, is even, um, I've realized that he is even overlooked and downplayed among Christian circles um, who, know, who, who know that he is God. So the Holy Spirit deserves um, from us as Christians the proper recognition um, and the proper worship uh, and the proper um, to obey to him because he is God. He is completely worthy of our, of our ears. To we need to listen to him. And uh, being led by the Holy Spirit, I know that it's a popular um, topic among Christians. Yet not many people are aware of what it means. Um, and when Paul um, is telling us to be led by the Spirit, he is referring to the fact that we should be open and receptive to the Holy Spirit guidance. The Holy Spirit um, wants to wants us to do the right things and to avoid um, to avoid sin. So there's no way a Christian can live a life um, um, with no sin or, or a life of repentance unless that person is being really led by, by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes in our lives for many reasons. So he convicts he convict our heart, our hearts and our minds um, when we commit a sin. So a Christian who is not led by the Holy Spirit will not be convicted of uh, um, of the of a sin that 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 Christian committed. So through the conviction of the Holy Spirit, we can repent and turn back and turn back to God. So we need to be led. We need to be um, close enough to the Holy Spirit to always listening to Him because the Holy Spirit will never ask us to do anything that is against the will of God. So if a person is constantly refusing to listen to the Holy Spirit's guidance, that person can become cold to the Spirit's guidance. So when a person cons cons consistently refuses um, the, the Spirit's guidance, they will not be able to be led by the Holy Spirit. So the guidance of the Holy Spirit, it's not something that you just want. It's something that you need to search. You need to be um, willing always to, 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 to look for. So instead of 
um, a person to be led by the Holy Spirit, if you're not following his guidance, um, you will be led by the sinful flesh. So there's no middle, there's no middle road. It's either you are led by the Holy Spirit or you are led by your sinful flesh. So as believers, um, we need to follow um, after God and obey the Holy Spirit's convictions and guidance. So when we listen to the Spirit's conviction and convictions and guidance, um, we can truly um, be led by the by the by the Holy Spirit. So being led means that it's like when I'm driving. So I'm driving a car. The car is more powerful than me. But actually, I am the one leading the car. So the car will take the direction that I want it to take. So being led by the Holy Spirit is the same thing. So there are things that I want to do. But when I'm led by the Holy Spirit, I give my, my will to him and let him take me to the best to the good path, I mean, so that I, I don't I don't sin against against God. So we need to understand according to Romans 3, verse 23. So we have a sinful flesh. So our fallen nature brings us to have a fully a, a sinful flesh. So this means that we are all born into sin and we all freely, freely sin. So the sinful nature stay, stays with us until we die. So I remember uh, my, my, my spiritual father, the, the person who led me to ministry, his name is Steve, um, Steve Juice. And I remember he was like, I want, um, now he is in his 80s, like early 80s. So I remember he was in his 60s and I asked him, you know, I was I was young. I started ministry very, very, yeah, a white man. So very, very young. And uh, I asked him like, you know, you are young. I'm not married. I feel like my flesh is after, you know, the, the, the sinful nature after um, sex and stuff like that. And I remember I asked him at what age will, will you stop fighting i mean against that at what age will you overcome that 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 nature you know and uh, i remember his answer it was very very hilarious because he told me that i have not reached that age yet and he was in his 60s <laughs> so then i was saying oh poor me because i was in my 20s so i was looking for someone in, in their 60s to tell me so he said he hasn't, I mean, um, reached that age yet. So meaning our sinful nature, we will die with that sinful nature. So, but when we are led by the Holy Spirit, we overcome the sinful nature and we don't go by the, the, the our sinful nature desire. So um, when a person places his faith in Christ, that person is forgiven of their sins, yet their sin nature is not complete, completely eradicated. So our sinful um, nature will not be eradicated until we are with Christ in heaven. So since we will continue to struggle with our sinful nature throughout our earthly lives, we are constantly being tempted by our sinful nature. 
and uh, our sinful nature, sinful flesh, wants us to follow to follow it. I mean, rather than follow the Holy Spirit. So when we choose to follow the Holy Spirit, then we are not walking in accordance um, with the flesh. This is what um, Galatians five verse sixteen to um, eighteen tells us. So in order for us to overcome the sinful, the, the sinful nature is for us to walk according to the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit, um, I mean, lead us. So this can be um, troubling for us because often, the, often, uh, oftentimes, um, the the easiest thing to do is to follow our sinful, um, our sinful flesh rather than the guidance of the of the Holy Spirit. As I just told you, I had a discussion with my wife. Instead of um, sitting down and solve the problem with her, I just felt like I, I'm going to pray. It's my time for prayer. So actually, it, it is not like really my spirit wants to pray. It's just me. My sinful nature wants to avoid my wife. While um, I cannot avoid my wife, we are married forever. So um, obey, we need to always um, follow the Holy Spirit in order for us to do um, the, right, the right things. So allowing ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit will help us to grow in our relationship in Christ as well as it helps us grow in our Christian maturity. So you cannot grow in any maturity in Christ if you are not led by the Holy Spirit, because in reality, the Holy Spirit is the one perfecting our faith. He is the one perfecting our maturity, maturity in God. So if we choose to follow the sinful flesh, we will hurt God, we will hurt others, and we will hurt our, ourselves. So how many times have we Every every done these three. We heard God. We heard God. We heard others, and we heard ourselves. So it's so fragile when you are living with people um, to to hurt um, to hurt people to hurt even ourselves. Like um, we are living. Like I was sharing with Adam the other day. So I am stuck in Cavallo simply because someone did a mistake. And that mistake cost money, time, um, money, time, energy, and a lot of things. I needed, I needed to be with my family, but because of someone's mistake, it brings pain to, 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 to me. So um, when we follow our sinful flesh, I want to remind you, it will always hurt God, hurt others, and we will hurt ourselves. So um, following the lead of the Holy Spirit can be hard, but it is completely worth it. It is important not to, I mean, it is important to note that if we are not being led by the Holy Spirit, then we are being led by our own sinful nature. As I said, there's no middle road. It's either, it's either you are led by the Holy Spirit or you are being led by our own sin, sinful nature. And as Christians, we have to take the active decision to choose to follow the lead of the Holy Spirit rather than our sinful flesh. In order, in order to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, 
you have to follow his guidance. And in addition to yielding to his conviction, you can also become aware of the Holy Spirit leading through reading the Bible, as we said um, from, um, from the beginning. So um, just before um, I, 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 I wrap it up, I, I, I close. So we need to understand, we need to follow the Holy Spirit guidance. So this is the main, the main point. But in order for you to follow the Holy Spirit guidance, you have to be open to the Holy Spirit instruction. And in order for you to find very clearly the Holy Spirit conviction, I mean, um, con convictions, you have to um be willing to take yourself to the reading to spending time with god through his word and through his and through prayer so um there is much um information about the holy spirit in the bible and the more we learn about the holy spirit the better we will be able to discerning his leading and and guidance so uh, many times in my life I've realized that I made one mistake just by not listening to him and I paid and I paid big, big time, big, big time. So um, there, uh, um, in, Gal in Galatians 5, verse 22 and 23, so the Bible I mean, tells us about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Uh, it states, um, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And these fruits of the Spirit are what God wants to cultivate in our lives. So I like the way the Bible, the Bible puts it, I mean, calls it fruits. They are fruit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So fruit, that means that it's something that is being cultivating. So God is cultivating them in us. These, um, these fruits um, are things that we have to allow the Holy Spirit to, to cultivate. Because sometimes you will be meeting people who are not lovable. They are not lovable. There's no way you can love them on your own. So you have to learn, you have to let God cultivate love in you in order to, um, to, to, to love them. I remember there is one guy, I think it's Benny Hinn, and he was talking and he said, I feel like killing you and tell God I found you dead. You know, <laughs> so sometimes you meet people, sometimes you are interacting and dealing with folks, with even brothers from the faith that they are not lovable at all. They are not lovable at all. So you have to let the Holy Spirit cultivate um, these fruits in your life. So when you are being led by the Spirit, this is when you will produce these fruits in your lives, including love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And the Bible tells us also that the opposite of these fruits of the spirit are the deeds of the flesh. And uh, Paul, con Paul continues to say, the acts of the flesh are obvious. They are sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits 
suffrage, selfish ambitions, um, dis dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and, and the like. So um, the, the fruits, the spirit gives fruits, but the flesh gives deeds. And uh, what, what is um, very important to, for us to, to see is that you cultivate fruits, but you just do the deeds. That's why it's easier. It's easier um, to obey the flesh because you just say it right away. So, and that's why the punishments comes also right, right away. So we can distinguish who is led, who is um, leading our life based on our actions through patterns and behaviors. So if we are, if we are um, cultivating and producing the fruits of the spirit in our lives, then we are truly being led by the Holy Spirit. And we are walking in accordance um, um, with his will. On the other hand, if we see the deeds of the sinful flesh being cultivated and produced in our lives, then we are following the lead of our sinful flesh and walking in accordance with our sinful nature. So um, what we need to um, see, what it means to be led by the Holy Spirit, so if you find today that you are being led by, by your sinful flesh rather than the Holy Spirit, you can change direction today. You need to ask God to help you be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit's conviction and ask him to help you cultivate the fruits of the Spirit in your life. So the Lord answers every prayer in accordance with his will, and these types of prayers are in accordance with his will. So asking God to... Um, forgive you, asking God um, um, to cultivate through his Holy Spirit um, the fruits in your life. It's a, it's a prayer according to God's will. So we need to constantly, every day, ask God, please cultivate the fruits of the Spirit, because there are situations um, in your life that will, that, that will steal your joy. And um, it, like I'm speaking from from a Haitian perspective, I mean from a Haitian reality, you know, every time you are facing situation, you know, that is stealing your joy. If you are not being led by the Holy Spirit, there's no way you can have joy. But when you realize that joy is a state of mind, joy is something inside of your heart. No, no circumstance, no situation outside should steal your joy if you are led by the by the holy spirit like you i am in Kavai on five o'clock in the morning usually i i woke up to i wake up three two o'clock in the morning um so five o'clock i receive a message from my from my wife telling me that if i have not heard that boom one guy a rich businessman a politic uh, a politician they just killed him and he had the bulletproof car and these things, they just hit you and you start, you know, hating your country, saying that you, are, you, you want to build, you want to change, you want to see life changing, you want to see children being able to go to school, you want to see um, people starting businesses, you want to provide clean water to change life, but you are just thinking, what's the point? Because at any time you can end up 
dead simply because you are trying to 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 bring a better life to people but when you are when, when these type of thoughts come into your heart this is when it is very important to be led by the holy spirit and and to um demonstrate and to reveal the fruits the fruit of the of the of the spirit so um the the bible is the only way god speaks to us in the modern day now so um, even through other people, it will still be a confirmation of the word of God. So um, now, now God doesn't speak with, I mean, to us from um, thunder clouds, um, you know. So he speaks to us from his Bible, from, from, from his word, from his word, from the Bible, from the, the, the people that he is putting his words into their mouth. So um, for us, to distinguish the real to the fake the real to the, to the the real to the fake is for you to be led by the holy spirit and there's no way you can be led by the um by the holy spirit is to follow his um his guidance so being led by the holy spirit to finish means to uh, to follow the holy spirit's guidance as revealed to us in the bible Throughout our lives, we will constantly be challenged to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit or um, the leading of, of our sinful nature. So the challenge will be hard, but with the help of God, we can follow the Holy Spirit's lead throughout our lives and bring glory to the creator of our hearts. So I encourage every one of you, as I'm encouraging myself, um, to follow this constant challenge the challenge to follow the leading of the holy spirit and there's no way that the holy spirit will take you to the wrong path so without the without the holy spirit guidance there's no way you can take the right path so this morning i was looking at something on uh, on, on facebook um they said um bill gates i think all of you know know of bill gates better than i do so bill gates was in an interview on a tv station and then one um journalist asked her the interviewer a lady asked him what is the um the the key of your success what is the the key of your success and bill gates took a check um from his checkbook and gave it to the to the to the journalist to the lady and he asked her to write down any amount that she wants to write down and the lady said to him so i'm not here i'm not asking i'm not I'm, i didn't ask you for a favor i asked you for your um the key of your success and the second time he he, he gave her the checks again he gave her the checks again and then she would not put any amount on the checks and then after that you took the check and you and you threw it down and then you told her um i just showed you the key of my success i would never miss um an opportunity i would never miss an opportunity so you had an you had the opportunity to become the richest journalist now but you missed it you just missed it so um, this is what happened um, when you are not led by the 
Holy Spirit. You are missing opportunities from all, all over, from time to time, time to time. And I've missed some. I miss, I miss few in my life where God was showing me to do something. God was teaching me to do something, and I didn't do it, and I, and I missed it completely, and I missed it completely. So and I, I encourage you um, to be led by the spirit and to seek it the same way you are you are seeking for a job you are seeking for money to provide to your needs and to your family needs in the same way you are you are seeking to find um the better the, the best life for yourself and your family you need to be seeking for the holy spirit guidance even more so i pray that the lord help us um, to constantly be led by the Holy Spirit. May God bless you all. Thanks for listening to the Rescue Church podcast. We would love to see you in person. For more information, visit rescuechurch.tv slash invite.